So a couple of weeks back, two weeks maybe, I saw a picture in a news feed <coughs> of an influencer in America who was coming under a bit of fire because uh, she had posed in a very stylish kind of a suit, which looks like a suit from this side, but then from this side had no shoulder at all. It was a one-shoulder suit uh, thing. And she was posing for this kind of thing in front of her deceased father's open casket. Um, so at the removal, she was just... <laughs> it, it, it was an odd photo, absolutely. And um, as I say, she, went, she came under a bit of fire uh, on, on, on the internet because they were saying, well, like, like is, this, is this an appropriate way to further your influencing career, you know, in front of your, your dead father's open casket? There he is, like, you know. And um, she said, well, um, he would have understood, he would have um, agreed with helping me, you know, further my career. And uh, he would have celebrated, yada, 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 yada. So um, it was just very interesting to see how uh, one can be entrusted with a certain amount of power or influence. I mean, I presume that's, she's called an influencer because she more than likely influences people. You know, pretty girl and all the rest. So I was just imagining, Janie, what if she had just come out and said, you should pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet? Do you know, I think, well, <laughs> what, 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 what a witness that would have been. Uh, if, uh, well, obviously not in front of her father's casket, that would have been strange. Uh, but if someone uses their influence for, for good, it can be a great influence indeed. Uh, if someone uses their influence just to further their own career, again, I'm not judging the girl, I don't even know who she is. Uh, but, um, but I'm just saying in general, in general, like the, the, the little influence we have, the little power we have, what do we do with it? Uh, it's interesting, uh, sometimes people who who, who, who uh, struggle with money, right? They will maybe uh, spend a lot of time complaining or talking about the fact that they haven't got enough of it. Uh, but then, when they get it, what do they do with it? As in, they get it and it evaporates on things like, what are they called again? Lips. Bigger. Lip fillers, right? Okay, so like they might like so so there they are like, and they're working in the shop or they're whatever it is, and the, and the wages come in, and then out they go that weekend. Half it goes on drink, half it goes on a pair of shoes, which mightn't even fit in their room because there are already so many shoes there, and then lip fillers or eyebrow pullers or face tensioners or whatever they're called, all those kind of things. Okay, so uh, you've got you get this money now. What do you have after it? Nothing, nothing. And it's very interesting then to look at people as well who, who then, and I saw an awful lot of this down in Naples, where there's an absolute fascination, but like not 10 times more than we have here in Ireland, an absolute fascination with winning the lottery. They, they talk about it an awful lot. They all, everyone knows what the jackpot is. And an awful lot of people buy tickets. And there's always, there's, I won't go into the, like there's a whole superstition about how one can guess the, one can know the lot of numbers based on what happens around you. It's completely superstitious, okay? So if you see two birds, two birds, there's a whole book then which explains what all of these signs and symbols around you mean, okay? So if you see two birds, two birds. Two birds is, do we, do we, do we, 47, okay, so 47, okay, 47. And then, oh, sognato, I dreamt of, I dreamt of, I dreamt of a lake. Water, water is, water is, um, 
15. 15, good, so 15 and 47, okay. And then my, my own birthday, my wife's birthday, my, my father, God rest him, his, you know, and, and the, but all, in all these kind of, the, it's like the universe is trying to communicate to you what the, what the, what, the, the lot, what the lot of numbers are going to be. Why does the universe care what the lot of numbers are going to be? And why, was it care about, why would it care about you getting the lot of numbers right as opposed to your neighbor? It just makes zero sense. But anyway, so they have, they have this whole thing about how there are all these signs around you that want to tell you what the lot of numbers are that you can win the lotto. And then what would you do with it? Because with the, li- the, the limited resources that you had, if you didn't use them well, how do you think it's going to work out if you had 10, 20, 30 million euro? Like, it, 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 like, would it actually be for your good? Point being, <coughs> in the gospel here, there's a wee bit to explain because the Lord comes out looking fairly bad in this gospel, so we'll try and, we'll try and, we'll try and clean this up a bit. So the, the Lord tells a parable, okay? So there's a, a man going off to become king. So he's not king yet. He goes off to become king. Uh, and on his departure then, he gives these sums of money okay for to, to people to invest and the sum of, the mon- of money is actually the same for everyone they all get one pound each it's you know in one of the other synoptics it's a it's a talent a, a talent then of course being a weight of silver about 33 kilos of silver so it's the same idea here <coughs> just for me maybe for our ears it's a little easier to understand so it's 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 money okay so he gives them money and when he comes back he expects them to have done something with it and one person says, here's the pound, so the pound you gave me, here's ten that I made with it. And then the king gives him a responsibility for ten cities. The idea being, if you can be trusted with a little, you can be trusted with a lot. If you can't be trusted with a little, you can't be trusted with a lot. If you get a lot, you will wreck it just like you wrecked the small amount that you were given, you know what I mean? So, same idea, like we have, point, the point I'm trying to make is that we today, we have a certain amount of time given to a certain amount of years, maybe 60, 70, 80, 90 years of life. You know, most of us will have, <clears throat> in our, what's the mean age here in Ireland, uh, 82 or 3, I think, uh, yeah, lifespan, average lifespan. So most of us will get in or around a little over 80 years. Uh, so... What do we do with it? Like, what is the goal of that time, that resource that we have? Is it make as much money as you can? Is it squeeze as much pleasure out of life as you can? Is it just look as good as you can for as long as you can before gravity starts to have its way? Uh, Is it fame, fortune? What is it like? What is it that, that, that's driving us and that's motivating us for this limited time that we have? Because you get one shot. You get one life. At the end of it, we don't get to start again. If, well, yeah, I suppose, maybe I put too much time into my career rather than my family. Maybe I put too much time into uh, raising money rather than, or earning money rather than aiming towards, towards heaven. You get one life. You get one shot at this. Now, obviously, during that journey, we can start again if, if, if we've messed up. Yes, you can change career. Yes, you can convert. Yes, you can go to confession. There's all, there are ways of restarting while here. But that block of life, you get one. You get one life. <coughs> so what do we do with it? <coughs> then within that, the, the gifts that each of us have been given, whatever they are, um, intelligence, athletic ability, even good looks, uh, 
shrewdness with business, how business works, musical ability, whatever it may be, all those kind of things. Anything that's been given to us, what do I use it for? Because I've said this before, but I think it can't be said often enough. Every gift that you've been given, every gift that you have been given, is given to you for others. It's given to you for others. It's not for you. And then we learn then to use our gifts, at the, put them at the service of others. So when you sing, if you're given the gift of singing, that's not so you can entertain yourself in the shower. That's not what it's for. It's for others to hear beautiful tones. When you've been given the gift of, of organization, yes, you can organize your family, but hopefully that's for the benefit of your family and your kids or whatever volunteer, voluntary organization that you work for. If you're given the ability of just having a, like a magnetic personality, which some people have, they're just really charming. It's fun to be around, nice to be around. Okay, what do you use that for? Building up your own popularity or drawing people to something good? Like, hey, do you want to come to this prayer meeting? You know, whatever it may be. Like, what do we use our gifts for? We have a limited amount of gifts and we have a limited amount of time. And this gospel really drives home the fact uh, that well, it drives home an awful lot of messages. One, that if we can be trusted with that, amount, with that little limited amount of power, then God willing, we'll actually be able to, we'll be trustworthy when it comes to sharing in God's divine power. When we're taken into heaven and we share his divine nature, share his divine nature. If I can't be trustworthy, if I'm not trustworthy with the limited amount of resources I have, if you make if you give me kind of more God-like power, we don't really know how this works, but if I had more power, I wouldn't be trustworthy with that either. I'd end up zapping people or, I don't know, winning, trying to win the lottery or, <coughs> you know, it just, it would be pointless. I, if I can't be trustworthy, if I'm not trustworthy with what I have now, then I'm not, I won't be trustworthy with what God will want to give me. So he can't, he shouldn't give me more. He shouldn't. Because I'll hurt myself or hurt someone else. So, so there are consequences to how we use the limited resources we have, but also, like, just there are eternal consequences. That's why this this end of the the, the gospel. It sounds there are two little things I have to explain. Um, so, the man, the one man, who got a pound, was afraid to do anything with it, so did nothing with it. So he had he got a certain you know gifts or talents or abilities, time, whatever it is. He does nothing with it, right? He got this resource and he sat down and looked at Netflix for the whole year while, while the king was gone. Came back and said, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't lose it, like, or I didn't, uh, you know, I gave back to you what you gave to me. What's your problem? Because then he didn't actually blow it. He didn't waste it. He didn't lose it. He didn't steal it. He just gives it back as he got it. And this makes the king somewhat disappointed, right? So it's not enough to say, I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> No, you had 80 years of life. Who did you build up? Who did you help? Who did you serve? It's not enough to say, I didn't kill anyone or I didn't hurt anyone. No, no, no. You're supposed to actually do something with the time you have. And then that, that one pound then is given to the man who made 10. And then people say, that's, that's a bit unjust. He already has 10. And the Lord responds you know, to... to uh, I tell you, everyone who has will be given more, and from the man who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Okay, good. That's obviously the opposite to what you hear elsewhere in, in the gospel where it says, 
Okay, too many tangents on this homily. Really sorry. Okay, reeling it back in. So what that means is, just to get to the point, the more we love, the more we love. And the less we love, the less we're going to love. It's kind of it's like it starts a curve. The more you start loving, the more you'll, you'll start loving. And then you start loving, loving. And then you start loving, loving. And then it's, it's, it keeps increasing. You become more and more loving. But the, the less you love, so like if your life is all about you, then that's not loving. Okay, that's, that's selfishness. Sorry, there you go. Uh, so, the, the, so if you get a certain amount of resources and that's all for you, then the less you start loving, the less you, you know, you're interested in what's happening out there and what's happening to others. And we say we're interested in the environment because that doesn't actually cause us to have to change our lives in any way, shape or form. You still have 10,000 pairs of shoes, all made in Indonesia by children in sweatshops. doesn't bother you. Um, so the less you start loving, the less start you start loving. The more like, selfish you become, it just becomes, really, it just becomes this, this vortex of selfishness. Whereas the more we start loving, so the, so the more we give, the, the more we want to give, the more you, you keep giving. So that's like it, it's, it, you start this curve, this slope of, of becoming more and more like God. You have ability, you have resources, and when you do, you give them. You give them for the good of others. That's how God's heart works. And the more you do that, the, the more you want to do that. Because you see it gives life, it brings joy and happiness and it frees you of yourself and there are consequences the last the last second last line of the gospel as for my enemies who did not want me for their king bring them here and uh, execute them that's one of those readings where if you're reading at a children's mass and that reading happens to be the reading of the day you read that line really fast and and and, and mumble slightly when you get to the word here <laughs> all right so bring them here and execute them in my presence Right. So, the, again, the point that the Lord is making is that there are serious consequences to, how, to the freedom that we have, the resources we have, and how we use them. Because you get one life. And if we mess this up, if you mess up your life, okay, just being focused on material things or selfishness or career, whatever it may be, you don't get another shot. And the direction we go after this life, that's it. Purgatory obviously has an elevator that only goes up. Heaven doesn't need an elevator. And hell, hell, hell doesn't have an elevator. So the consequences of, of what we do here are eternal. So this is just, that's why it's, it's serious. Like the Lord isn't being cruel here. I mean... If we can't be trusted with, with divine power, we can't be trusted. So what do you want to do? How do we learn to earn God's trust? Well, it's very simple. What you have today, the time you have today, the abilities, the resources, use them for God's greater glory. That's it. Learn to serve. If you have strength, lift heavy stuff for people for someone else if you have good looks use them to draw people to God if you have money use it to serve and, and build up security in, in, in the lives of your employees if you're a preacher preach in a way that draws people to God if you're a teacher teach in a way that draws people to God 
Whatever we have, whatever resources you have, use them for God's greater glory. And then we will get back, as he promises us, a hundredfold. So we ask the good Lord now to teach us today to do all out of love for him. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via our live stream, or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way, in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a holy family mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood, but also, obviously, we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well. So we need your help uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to, to allow our mission to continue. So thank you so much for your, for your generosity and for your support. And be assured of our prayers, especially on Wednesday, when we offer our Mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors. So God bless you, and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast for homily. God bless.